Hello everyone, my name is Katie and I am a freshman at Adelphi University. I am a Spanish major with a mathematics minor and I am studying elementary ed in hopes of becoming a teacher. I took sociolinguistics this semester as part of my TESOL certification and to deepen my understanding of the impact of culture. Today I wanted to talk about virtual exchanges with foreign students. I did this this semester and found it to be very beneficial in understanding the cultures of others. I met with a student from Tenerife, Spain. These students were still in high school taking English classes. Typically, they start taking a foreign language earlier than we do here in the United States. They usually take it when they start grade school, while we only take it when we enter high school. Not only were these students learning English, they were strengthening their French language. The purpose of weekly meetings with the foreign exchange students for me was that I would help them with English projects and discuss the similarities and differences between our cultures. We discussed our everyday lives and our upbringing. Similarities that I found with my partner is that we both go to high school for the same amount of time, as in we both have summers off. He also listens to American pop music. They have the same topics in school and basic interests are all the same. Many of my in findings with similarities were not very surprising for me. We are both teenagers and while our cultures may differ, I had assumed that they have to learn the same subjects to some degree and that they would have fun doing the things that I do too. I do find it interesting that they listen to American pop on the Spanish radio, however. I know that Spanish pop is popular here, and I definitely listen to it, but on mainstream US radio, only Spanglish music gets on. We also both have to take driver's education courses before completing our license. Something I find really interesting is that in Spain, they have a special car for students who are learning. While they are learning how to drive, they have to drive this small car that does not reach over 40 miles per hour. It is literally impossible for this car to go over that speed limit. This really shocked me, but I found it very intriguing. In theory, it sounds like a good idea and a safer option. I told my partner that here, we just use the cars that we have at home. We just use regular cars and in driver's ed, it is a car that has a brake installed, but nonetheless, it is a regular car. He is currently only learning, so he has to use the car made for it but it was very evident that in his voice that he was very eager to get into a regular car. We did also notice some big differences though. Like in Spain, they value their personal downtime much more than we do here. When schools are on break, they do not get loads of work. It is an opportunity for them to relax and not think about school. Also, they don't see work the same way we do here. In the United States, a working man is a happy man. People work stressful hours, and we got our first jobs as early as 14 years old. I never realized, but this was a really early age, globally. In Spain, school is always the focus, and they can get jobs much later. They can get a job at 16 with a parent's written consent, which my partner was thinking about doing for the summer. But the hours are substantially smaller than what we get here in the United States. I did get my first job at 14, and I remember how much I enjoyed making money. I was working double shifts on the weekends, going to school on the weekdays, and playing four different sports teams. I thought this was normal, because I wanted extra money, but speaking to my partner who is the same age as I was, I think his mentality is much more sound than mine. It was so informative to hear about his typical day, how he spends his vacations, the recreational activities him and his friends take interest in, the social customs of Spain, and the similarities and differences between my answers being born and raised in the United States. We did face a bit of conflict. One big one was the language barrier. My partner has been learning English since he was young. 
so he was proficient in the language. But there were times where he did not understand what I said, or maybe I didn't know what he was trying to say, or he didn't know the English phrase, or maybe we would try to speak in Spanish because I am I have a level of knowledge in Spanish. But when all of this would fail, we would use Google Translate to combat these occurrences. It moves along quite nicely nonetheless. I would promote a virtual exchange to regular classrooms, however, regardless of the study of language. So even though I'm a Spanish major talking to somebody who was born in Spain, I would recommend these, ex these type of exchanges to any classroom with any background. I do believe that this would make it a bit more difficult if the two participants do not speak the same language. But I think that this in turn can also deepen the understanding of sociolinguistics. We dive into multiple forms of communication and how to combat language barriers in this course. As an aspiring teacher whose students may not all speak English or even Spanish, I think it is important to note the ways in which we communicate. For example, the virtual exchange could have objectives each time and the student can create presentations. This would provide a visual aid in discussion. They could also have tasks they had to complete together, which could deepen their understanding of how they think. There are many ways to go about this. I think overall, this experience was extremely influential for me, especially as an aspiring teacher. It is going to be important and crucial that I accept and embrace all the cultures in my classroom. This experience has really helped me in understanding different people and where they come from. I have learned so much about the Spanish culture and language throughout this process, but on top of that, I have learned how to talk about culture in a meaningful way. There have also been studies conducted to research the benefits of a virtual exchange. It was found that it can introduce students to interconnected worlds, develop speaking skills, promote student-centered instruction, which is specifically important for aspiring teachers, build trust and support, etc. Students may also feel more comfortable with technology because of how much the youth uses it in their daily life. Also, not every student gets to study abroad, so having an international virtual exchange can give them a sense of internalization and promote global awareness. With virtually no negative response to programs like virtual exchanges, these are amazing opportunities to look into. I feel that it could definitely be arranged in classrooms that aren't at the college level. I think that if we were to introduce this to classrooms while still in grade school, it could really open up a level of understanding at such a young age which they can then take with them and expand on throughout their years. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you can be inspired to look into a virtual exchange and feel the benefits for yourself.